made sure to wear my <laughs> Oh, are you really? Yeah. Oh my God, that's awesome. Oh my God, that's great. So you my, say it right, Antiana? Yeah, yeah, my wife's going to love that. Rebecca's wearing um, my wife's jewelry line. Uh, let's zoom right in there and get a good look. Oh my God, you just mentioned off the air, it's been a year. Yep, one year. I, well, I don't know the exact dates, but basically a year since we, that I was on your radio show. Where we had to like tiptoe around all the the stuff yeah and yeah. i was so grateful that you brought me on the show because i had been dragged through the mud and you were so kind and willing to share our actual story so um yeah it was great well i remember when we first emailed you or i think i i dm'd you i think it was instagram yeah yeah and i'm like hey would you uh would you come on a radio show and you're like well there was like a slight hesitation because i think people had grilled you so hard like you were a punching bag for any kind of media well and i, I heard, and I'd heard rumors that you were awake I've heard I'd heard rumors and I was like, hey, maybe he actually is. <laughs> but I didn't I didn't know. And then yeah, yeah. Because even my boss was warning me. I don't know if you want to be associated with that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I was surprised that I was allowed on, honestly. I was surprised that they were they agreed to that. Yeah. I had to pitch it to them like, no, this is a good story, but what with the challenges of small business of what's going on and and nice. uh, you know, but we had to really tiptoe and now we don't have to tiptoe. No. It's like just <laughs> What's let's party? You own a little restaurant that has become like a it's like it's a destination. People will drive across the Lower Mainland to support because you're one of the very first people to to, to speak out. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what the word is. Hero. Um, I know it's uncomfortable to be called a hero, but really you are. I mean, when I couldn't say anything, you were saying something. So all the people who are now speaking out, mm -hmm. we're like looking to you. It's definitely a community now. Mm -hmm. It's definitely built this. Um, yeah, just, it's, it's like a safe space where people feel, I hate to use the word normal, but that's really what it is, right? Mm -hmm. It's people to feel like the good old days. So for people who don't know who you are, because we have some American listeners and right. people who are just waking up and realizing like something's weird. Can you give us like a little tiny background of, of who you are? Yeah. So yeah. we've had the restaurant since 2008. Um, and when the pandemic hit, uh, and they locked all businesses down for two weeks, we closed. And then we realized, okay, it's, well, everyone realized it's not gonna be two weeks. This is gonna be going on for a bit longer. Um, people were scared and it just seemed so stressful to operate a business. So we actually closed for six months. We thought we'll just ride this out and open up back when it's over. And then we realized it wasn't gonna go away for a while. So we opened back up and within everything felt great. Business was booming uh for a few days and then they locked us down at 10 p.m closure 50 percent capacity and as a restaurant any well, any business owner any limit to who you can serve or how many people you can serve is horrible for the bottom line uh so that was a struggle and then it was one thing after another they closed us early on halloween uh again on new year's and then it was in 2021 the new year's was awesome because they gave like no notice, no right? Notice. <laughs> like so everyone's got like these big reservations booked, <laughs> all this food bought, and they're like, "Nope, sorry, you must close at eight o'clock." I think it was. It was something it was like two days' notice or something. Over the being it like was, outraged. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then yeah, the spring. I think it was it was St. Patty's Day. They said actually, yeah, we're going to close restaurants indoors for two weeks. And we thought, oh, here we go again. It's not going to be two weeks. There's just no way. And they said you could operate with a patio. That was okay because it was outside. And then we saw all the big chain restaurants erecting these massive tents in their parking lots that was essentially inside, outside. Mm -hmm. And I'd started to ask, 
or the data behind the, the safety in restaurants because we didn't had one case in our restaurant. And we were trying to figure out, well, all these things that we've been doing this whole time with distancing and why now it must be indoor dining has to be completely shut off and we couldn't get those answers. And we just felt like, you know what, this is getting out of hand. This is ridiculous. There are so many businesses that have already closed. Um, we're not seeing any sort of science or data or proof that closing our business is the only way. Why only restaurants when all these other places can stay open and be full and busy? Why us? And uh, we couldn't get that. So we decided to peacefully protest and say, no, like you're not showing us where we can do better. Why? why closing is the only way. And so we opened our doors for the indoor dining van. And it was us and one other restaurant at the time. Um, and that yeah, caused a shit storm. It caused a major <laughs> shit storm. And one that I wasn't really prepared for. I wasn't, I knew obviously that we were gonna get backlash, but I wasn't prepared for the attack. Like as a human being, people calling me horrible, horrible names, death threats. Like I wasn't prepared for that because it was just sort of this decision, like we need to do this to raise awareness and for small business owners and families that are suffering over all this stuff. Uh, so I wasn't prepared for that. But we had a ton of support from the community of people saying, yeah, you're right, this is bullshit. This isn't making any sense. Long story short, they closed us. We reopened again, uh, had a great summer, and then we got wind of the Vax passports coming in. And it was absolutely not. There's no way we're checking passports. As a human, I can't do that. Mm. I don't agree with it. Um, FOI requests out the yin yang, and they all came back, no data. Sorry, we don't have that data, proving that you know, being unvaccinated is more dangerous than not inside a restaurant. They couldn't give me any of that information. I have all of it saved um, for use, for later use, possibly. Go, going back, who, I'm just curious to know, who who would be attacking you? And how are they attacking you? Like, was it DMs or, and who were those messages coming from? Uh, it was the mainstream news, uh, which fueled the fire, right? People saying that I was like a murderer and stuff for opening our doors. Um, and it was God. DMs, it was Google reviews, like, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, it was attacks on Instagram, Facebook, and then the mainstream news just ripping me a new one. <laughs> I later on went through like a similar thing where the news literally on the five or six o'clock news on CTV, you know, called me like a conspiracy, like crazy person. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to wear this as a badge of honor. Totally. But you were the first. Over here, like there, mm. like there was. Uh, back east, there was some right, and and it was New Jersey that I saw them with that gym, and then it was the restaurant Adamson Barbecue. They right. did it as well. Um, so I had no, I'd seen other people do it. So I I did know that obviously it was going to get some attention, but you're never prepared for people being so mean. Well, because they come for your soul, right? Yeah. Like yeah. they really, and it's like, oh, and then you start. I was like, what could they say about me? I have a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know who I am. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. people just make stuff up and oh, call yeah. you like awful. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's brutal. Yeah. You've kept a record of, and sort of hinted that it's nice to have Yeah, because it wasn't like I was just saying, well, screw you guys, I'm going to open anyways, or screw you, I'm not listening to the rules. I actually was digging for the information to back it up, because if it was true, then, it, well, of course, I don't want to put anyone in danger. That's not what I'm trying to do here. But I was trying to get the information and where they're getting their information for making these decisions, because there's a lot of things they've done that didn't make any sense. And we knew that. So I wanted the proof. If you're going to close my business, I want proof, please. And they couldn't provide that. And then same with the vaccine passports. They had no data on transmissions happening between customers, unvaccinated, vaccinated. Like it, it just wasn't there. 
And so we said, no, uh, we're not going to check passports. I didn't know what we were going to do at the time. I just was like, there's no way if we have to do takeout, we'll do it, but we're not checking passports. I'm not doing, I'm not excluding people from my business. And then uh, the PHO was released. And so I was just going through it with a fine tooth tooth comb. And then I realized, well, wait a minute, coffee shops don't have to check, McDonald's, fast food, they don't have to check. Well, we'll just operate like them then. If they don't have to check, then we don't have to check because we can, we can do it the same way. So that's what I said we do. I said, okay, we'll switch to counter service. We'll call it fast food. I even put a time limit on our tables. Um, and uh, I said, we're not checking. And then we were lined up around the block. Mm. It was a couple months that we operated like that. I'm like, are they going to come? Maybe is this, did we just like find the, well, <laughs> the sweet spot and we can keep doing, but then of yeah. course they came. And now at this point you're becoming like, you know, uh, people like really rooting for you yeah. because people see what's happening to you. They've seen it on the news and it's like, people would now go out of their way to like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I remember that one time my wife and I were going to come and was like, oh my God, like, cause I'd seen on Instagram, the lineups were like, I don't know how many people were in line to get in. It was a lot. We always would like, get everyone. And that's kind of why we had the time limit thing too, is like to make sure we could get everybody in. And people were so appreciative because we just wanted to make sure everyone that got there, they had a place to go. So. And for a lot of people, like Umber, when I had come for dinner with my family, we hadn't been to a restaurant in, I can't even remember how long it was. Yeah. It was so long that just to sit inside and sit down and have someone bring you a menu. And it was like, oh my God, yeah. it was like, it almost makes you, it made you a little emotional. Oh, I cried every night that I worked because wow. people would come in and they would start crying and it was just like unbelievable. This is actually what we have to do. We have to take a stand and and just to allow people to come into a space. And it was like, you know, it's super. And plus, you know, we've all been affected so much by everything that's happened. That, and also, I think being in a space where you know that you're welcome, like it's, it was, yeah, I cried mm -hmm. every night. Yeah. yeah. I remember sitting there and getting our pizza and getting our beer and like looking around and, and, forgetting how much I just missed being around people, mm -hmm. you know, it was like really emotional. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It is. It was wild. Oh, okay. So then what happened after that? Cause they came for you. They, it was two months and no one came. And I was, and I even called, uh, what did I call? I called, um, the health office. Thank you for, and I was like, is there anything I need to know? Like, and they're like, well, you're not, you're supposed to be checking passports. I said, yeah, but I'm doing it this way. And they're like, well, we're not sure. Like they didn't have an answer for me. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep doing it then. And they're like, okay. Uh, and then an unidentified person with two police officers came and gave me a ticket for $2,300. Um, and then uh, I called, no one could explain who that, what sector that was. I couldn't find out the ticket, but I looked up the ticket and it didn't exist. And then it was a what? couple of weeks later, and then our liquor inspector came with the exact same ticket. So I was like, oh, okay, they must, must be liquor. But then when I went to go dispute them, they didn't know what these tickets were. It wasn't in the system. Maybe it just hadn't been created yet. I don't know, but they're like, I don't know what to file this as. And I was like, well, I still want to dispute it because I don't want to pay this. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll just put it in the system. She's like, but according to this section, whatever, it doesn't exist. And I was like, perfect. Um, so we're still waiting. I called to see about those tickets and they're like, it's still on file, but you, you'll be hearing from us shortly. And I was like, okay what yeah so that was an intimidation tactic yeah and then they dropped the hammer then they gave us a closure order they came and closed us uh beginning of november i think they they closed us, they gave us a closure order. so some mysterious person shows up it feels like very like thuggish like very gangster yeah, yeah. and i said well who and there was a woman and I, I think it's on her instagram i said who well who are you and she just just say i'm just here to give the ticket I was like, okay i remember watching that yeah on instagram yeah 
because I mean, I was following every, every single step. <laughs> I know lots of people are. Oh, it's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, and to this day, you don't even know what that was all about. The first one, I don't know who it was. The second was our liquor inspector. So I know, but that first one, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was the health office or the liquor board. I don't know. Or the city. I don't know. Wow. Oh my God. And this must be causing so much stress. Like I'm just imagining. Well, every day I was there every day because I was expecting them to come and I didn't want my staff to have to deal with it every day. I was like, okay, is this going to be the day? Is this going to be the day? And then what happened, they finally came, but I wasn't there. Of course the day I wasn't there. And my staff called me and said, these people are here. They're following me around and they won't leave. So I said, well, give me, I'm on the phone. Call them, them. And they said, you know, we're here because we've had complaints. You're not checking passports. And blah, blah, blah. I said, oh yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of you guys. Um, I'm just with my kids. I can't talk on the phone right now. Can you come back tomorrow? We can go over everything and figure out a way to move forward where everyone's happy. And they were like, yeah, sure, no problem. No problem. Like they were like, yeah, well, okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Got the next morning, sent them an email saying like, are we still on? I'll be there at 11, whatever, and uh, no response. And I was like, oh. And then before I got there, they showed up with cops with a closure order. So they tricked me. Wow. Well, I mean, I think they, I, and then what I found out later happened is I think there was a, a customer in there that was not being very nice to them saying like you shouldn't be here and I think they got mad and pissed off or like you know what let's just close because I think they did have the intention to meet with me and then um it didn't end well when they were there just someone just got their well they saw them with their masks on and with all their paperwork and they were probably like don't you dare close her and Mm -hmm. you know just giving them shit which what do they expect i'm you know yeah of course You're but, well also there, because like... in the when we i forgot to mention when we did defy the indoor dining ban the video that went viral was the health officers showing up i had the, my baby on me at the time <laughs> and everyone's saying get out get out get it literally went viral i saw my everyone's calling me like oh my god you're on dell big tree oh my god you're on the oh show and i was god. like holy crap oh you know when you're on bell when you're on uh, dell big tree you know you've got eye wire <laughs> Yeah. Oh my so, God. so that, so that I think is what was in their minds. It's like that memory of that health officer. Cause apparently they, you know, they were not, I don't want to say traumatized of it, but they were really upset. They weren't expecting that yeah. reaction. I wasn't either. I just was there and everyone just started doing it. And I, I wasn't saying it. <laughs> Cause this is early days Yeah. and people are pretty like afraid. And you know, typically like Canadians were like, so well-mannered and we don't want to rock the boat. And uh, yeah. we're sort of trained when we see people protesting that like, Oh, you know, I don't want to, get involved with that yeah which is why Ottawa was such a big moment for all of us because right. oh my god we're, we're actually trying to do something mm-hmm. um but yeah that was when that was happening around um corduroy it was a big deal mm-hmm. to see people like finally starting to get yeah. like a little bit vocal yeah and like the news would show up yeah. videos are going viral and um shirts getting made saying get out get out get out <laughs> oh my god really were there you missed out on that merch opportunity i was so angry but... seriously it's never too late yeah. it's never too late yeah. you know throwback <laughs> thursday edition get out get out get out remember when <laughs> seriously oh, yeah. oh yeah. my god okay so then what what happened after that you got shut down shut down we're like okay here we go again but um we didn't lose hope. We just knew we had to just reconfigure. Um, we brought a lawyer on. Um, she's no longer practicing now. She's moved on to different uh, things. But Raminder K. Hare, she's amazing. She's mm. so good. Uh, we brought her on and we had uh, someone help us with our safety plan because that's what they always want. They just want you to submit a safety plan saying, this is what you're going to do. And at that point, they still wanted us to check passports. And we were like, well, wait, you can't. 
if you can't let McDonald's operate without checking passports and say, we can't do the same thing. And so then they went and actually changed the PHO because originally they said, if you had a liquor license, even if you don't serve alcohol, you still have to check just because of your license title. Hmm. Like that's bullshit. So they changed the PHO and said, fine, you can keep your liquor license, but you cannot serve alcohol on premise. And so they changed it for us. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, and so that's what we did. We said, okay, I mean, it's brutal. It sucks, but I know the community needed it. We need, people needed a place to go. There wasn't anywhere they could go for dinner. Um, so you can serve booze. We couldn't serve alcohol. Mm. So we brought in a high-end uh, alcohol freak products. Um, it was a company and uh, we had fake wine. We had fake tequila. So we had the, the feel of drinking alcohol, but we couldn't serve alcohol. And I, uh, you know, people, we did lose some customers over that because I know people could sneak into places, right? That's, and we could have done that too. We could have said, okay, fine, we're checking, but sneak, but we didn't, we wanted to show that it's not okay to do this. First of all, what does fake tequila taste like? <laughs> Never it does that. not taste like tequila. <laughs> it tastes like a, uh, like a tonic. Yeah. Like a tonic, I'd say, but you know, oh, we'd bizarre. use it to make our margaritas and uh, we had an Aperol spritz that actually was pretty good, but yeah, it's not the same. Interesting. And we were still super busy, but then business did slowly start to die off. I'd say after January, when the passports came back again, um, like when we thought they'd be lifted maybe the end of January, business started to slowly trickle down. And then even now with the passports being lifted, it slowed right down because mm. everyone's just going back to their neighborhoods. Gas prices are high, but it was, it was a crazy wild ride there for a good four months of just lineups around the block and incredible people. Wow. Yeah. No one will ever forget yeah. that. And as things we know, it's things are going to keep getting weirder. Yeah. Um, I'm sure this fall things will get weird again. And, um, yeah, I think you got to jump on that merch thing because <laughs> I think that um, I think that could be huge. I bet it made it to like across the world, the end of Australia. Like, yeah, it was because corduroy now it's it's not. I mean, originally people would think, oh, it's my you're hanging out kids near Kits Point area. It's kind of this cool place you can go and mm -hmm. get a drink and pizza. But now it that brand now means so much more. I mean, it's something that really yeah. I, I will never forget yeah. that. Well, um, and also, too, I mean, there's still like we still get the odd phone call every once in a while to people telling me that I should die and I'm a horrible really? person. People walk past sometimes saying, Fuck this wow. Yeah. Like people wow. are still, uh, angry at us. Crazy is, you know, surprising. If you think about like what's being exposed now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's some people who will just always wear their mask on a bike ride by themselves. Yeah. And that's probably not your crowd. No, <laughs> I'm just guessing. No. <laughs> Now we know <laughs> our people are, and uh, yeah. yeah, and those are the those are the kind of people that you, you want just to hang out with or just be around in life, you know. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So now, um, so where does it stand now? So we can serve alcohol now. Okay, we're free. We're open, like regular business. And what was the reaction with other restaurants? Like, in so your we position? had a ton of DMs on the down low saying, "Oh my god, I wish we could do that, but we can't." We did have a lot of that. Yeah, and then obviously there's some that just want think that we're same horrible people mm -hmm. doing it oh my god yeah and and just your your you on instagram is the greatest thing ever because <laughs> during all of this you were carrying a baby yeah you're running this restaurant you're dealing with all this stress people who are attacking you I can't even tell you the number of times I've watched you dance on TikTok with, or dance on Instagram or whatever with your, with your belly and gone god this woman is just the strength 
of, because listen, I didn't have to deal with any of that when you were dealing with that. And I'm still a, a dad. I couldn't even imagine trying to do all of that while being pregnant, while just being pregnant alone. Well, because I was at the restaurant and like I said, I was there every night and I was crying every night and hugs and tears. But then I started to get too pregnant to be there all the time. And so I was like, okay, hey, well, how do I keep creating this community for people that know that I don't get to see or that, are, that maybe want to support the restaurant that they can't so I was just trying to create this like fun happy light spot in all this darkness on Instagram and social media and I'm super shy like I'm getting so much better like remember our first interview I was remember like <gasps> now it's I'm, I'm better I'm better you but can't <laughs> tell like you really like when you when you're on you step into it really yeah. well like really like you honestly okay. do with the dancing and the whole thing and your kids are involved and oh it. god it's so great you're such a <laughs> a leader for your, I mean, honestly, because a lot of these parents are, I think, I feel bad for them as, as years go on, because I think some kids are going to grow up and be like, yo, were you, what happened? Why weren't you, why were yeah. you masking me when I was in grade two? Or, because yeah. I think of how we've always raised our kids is to like, be yourself, speak mm -hmm. your mind. And now suddenly it's like, that's all going out the door where it's mm -hmm. like, nope, um, don't speak when you're afraid um you know don't don't try to stand for anything like just it's what, what a weird told, just, do what you're told like don't question anything it's so weird so weird yeah don't question anything yeah. don't ask any questions it's like wait a minute isn't that <laughs> isn't that the opposite That's... of what we always teach our kids <laughs> yeah i well, know it's the opposite of this science word that they love to throw around like science is never definitive <sighs> you're ask questions that's it's yeah. crazy and that's all we did that's we wanted we were asking the questions and we couldn't get the answers and that's happened yeah listen there there is no science behind that like the the daily what's her name Patricia um, Daly yeah she came out yeah. and said you know actually you know the movie theater thing we were right they they didn't yeah. have the data and she actually said oh we do have the data we're not seeing cases here she actually said that so it wasn't they didn't have the data they didn't have the data that they want to show us because it proves that they're not actually seeing high transmission there it's a way to get those things in people's mm -hmm. arms they were they were trying to make life so inconvenient for mm -hmm. you that we and it worked for so many people that yeah Oh, fine, I'll just, I'll just do it. I've got friends that just, everyone has like a line in the sand. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, the, the, the thing that is so comical to me is that the people at the end they're trying to get are the strongest people. They're not. So like, not how do you think they're going to get them? Well, it's like, just so annoying how they keep saying, yeah, most of Canada, we have a 90% vaccination rate. It's like, yeah, do you realize that like probably 60% of those people got it so they could travel? Yeah. Like everyone I knew in the beginning, oh, I want to travel. Oh, I want to travel. And have they didn't even get to travel mm -hmm. for two years right so and um, i don't even believe 90 percent. i think that's a made-up oh, thing to make I, it seem like oh wow everyone's doing it like i should just I follow along yeah yeah crazy which is maybe why we're the only country that's still doing these stupid things yeah were you sort of awake before this or was this this experience with the restaurant and the weird closures and and no explanations and no data was that what kind of woke you up or I, uh, i've been a, I've, I've known about the the corruption for quite a while but i just never paid attention to it and i didn't want to know too much i mm. knew it was there but i just wanted to live in my little bubble like eh, uh. um and then obviously this just blew the floodgates open and now we're here but so now i i, I don't not want to know because before i just wanted to just live my life and just pretend it didn't exist but now it's like okay how can we fix it and now you've kind of become a bit of a leader in this space whether you want to be or not, people are like looking to you going, okay, well, she knows what's going on. Yeah. Rebecca knows because she's yeah. following all this stuff. <laughs> and, and for that, when you're a mom and a wife and a business owner, how is that affecting you 
having to consume all of this information because I feel like for me, I'm like, okay, well, I want to know what, what's, what's coming down the pipeline. Like what, what, what's happening in the fall? What's happening in two years? What's the world going to be like in five years for my kids? What's that like now sort of being on top of that information and digesting it? And, and how do you not let that affect your spirit? Some days I'm like, holy shit. Like we're never getting into this crap. It's too heavy. They're, they're going to keep moving forward with their plan with their end agenda. Basically what it is, is they're trying to get to be able to control people as much as they can in this I'm allowed to say one world order. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, we're good. Like the, you know, there's the there's a few people that are meeting right now and that are trying to create a, a way to control people as best as they can. And sometimes it feels like they're winning, but then there's also things. Some days I'm like, okay, there's just no way it's going to happen. So, um, I think what the last years has done has what they weren't expecting is how many more people were going to become aware to what's going on. I don't think they were expecting that. Mm. Um, and so I think there's a lot of us. And like we saw with the trucker convoy, there is a lot of people out there and people are becoming more and more awake. And I think, okay, well in the fall, I was saying how they're going to, they're trying to bring in the digital ID. And uh, Adrian Dix was just saying, who's our, what is he? Our BC health officer. I don't know what his title is. But he's saying there's a million people that haven't got their boosters and he's kind of upset like why haven't you got those boosters and so i'm pretty sure unless some major changes happen they're going to bring the passports back because that's their incentive program that's what it is mm -hmm. um saying and you're going to have to have three you're going to have to or it's whatever your recommended booster so if you're over 70 you need four if you're over 12 you need three shots well ontario's announced three and i someone sent me a dm that bc quietly announced as well that it's three that if, if you're only up to date if you've had three Really? Yeah, but it doesn't mean anything right now because it, there's no passport system. But if they bring the passport system back, people aren't going to have that green check mark unless they have three. I mean, and I, unless I, unless all like you know, if you got to think about all the stuff that's being released, even the companies that have made this thing, their documents are saying like how horrible and how ineffective it actually is. So that's what they're going to say. They're going to say, well, we recommended and we gave you lots of time, and now they're going to drop the hammer again and say, okay, well now we're hitting into flu season again. Um, wow. That's, that's my prediction. Yeah. I I'm with you. I, I totally believe that. Like, so it, it does make you think maybe I got to get out of town for, um, yeah, my I'm wife and I would, <laughs> yeah. And believe me, my wife does not want to pack up and move no. again. But then I, th I do think that there's people that are making, like, you know, we have Brian Peckford that has that case. Like, I do think there's things that are, that can happen that can completely flip it. Mm -hmm. It's just, I don't know what the timeline is for that. My wife and I think, okay, maybe we just need to just take the winter off. Maybe yeah. in the fall bounce somewhere just for a little while and then, and then come back. Cause this is our home. And I, and I do, I'm very conflicted with the idea of leaving because I, I go, we got to stay and fight. You know, I mean, I know you, and you're, you're on the, you were literally on the front lines of, of fighting yeah. and being on the news and being a target and all that stuff. Yeah. So it feels weird to leave, but I go, but my kids deserve it's to like, kids, right? yeah. they deserve to like, uh, not walk around and, and see masked faces and well yeah and crazy. then like even this last year with our kids my boys play hockey we weren't allowed in the friggin arena to watch in this massive arena and we could have had their own little section it actually they gave us a little we called it the cage where we could tie their skates and it was this little roped off area and they're like we're on display like yep yeah, there's those <laughs> people oh that <laughs> what yeah uh, but, so, like, but, so but at that point, I, was strong, I wore like a badge of honor. Right. I would walk in right. pregnant, like, yeah, I'm here. Oh, I my God. <laughs> wow. So you would yeah. just, all the parents who are vaccinated, who that are watching the kids play hockey, would yeah. look over and see, oh, they're standing, literally standing yeah. in the bright yellow, yeah. roped off, yeah. unvaccinated area. And guess who all got area. COVID? 
Because yeah. got COVID. Everyone else. Everyone else. Yeah. So wake um, up, people. It's so crazy. So that was that was shitty for our kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, we just we didn't we weren't like, oh my god, this horrible. We were like, yeah, this is so stupid. Like, you know, yeah. I don't think it affected them too much, but deep down inside, it was like, oh how my old are god. your kids? Uh, ten, almost eleven, eight, six, three, and three months. Were they aware that you're being attacked by people? Like, how do you? I don't. We didn't let them know too much about that. Um, they knew once I went on your show that there was something going on. They're like, "Oh my god!" Because you, you know, pictures on on the buses all the time. Right. My oldest son is like, "That's Kid Carson," <laughs> and so he was like, "Why you're going on Kid Carson?" So they kind of knew. Um, and now I get recognized everywhere. It's so weird, but like every time we go, someone comes up and says, "Thank you so much." And yeah. It's like, oh, there's mom with another one of her fans. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, this is so bizarre. But um, <clears throat> we pulled them from school right away. We've been homeschooling the last two years and, you know, we never made them wear a mask. We hardly wore them unless absolutely necessary to get them places. Um, but I mean, it was hard because their whole circle of friends thought we were crazy. Mm. Uh, so that they lost that whole group of friends. We have other friends now then they've created new friends over this, all this stuff. But there was definitely some times where they were like, this is brutal. This is absolutely sucks mm-hmm. that this is happening. Um, and they hate COVID for that fact, but it's been pretty great, honestly. Like I've always wanted to homeschool, but I was always too scared to do it. And so that gave me the push and now I love it. I think it's the best thing. Yeah, it seems like the, the scariest thing in the world to do. It can be overwhelming, right? But um, it's all an adjustment period and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been great just to really connect with them again over all this and just stay close during all this chaos and just being like a tight family unit. And- yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I, I had a situation where, yeah, we didn't put masks on our kids and right away that made us the the crazy people because we wanted exemptions and then our boys were the only people that were going to school without a mask and the other parents would wonder what's going on. And then when I was outspoken on the radio, then suddenly it was like the parents that were normally chatty mm-hmm. at drop off and pick up yeah. are now like, yeah looking away yeah wow and it does it hurts your feelings You're like i'm still the same person <laughs> yeah like and my wife had like sent you know in the little parents whatsapp group uh you know our school's tiny it's just a handful of kids i'm like who decide maybe that masking the kids who are like four years old is not a good idea here's some research and oh my god no one replied and then the principal was like don't bring that up in the group and it made my wife feel awful. Now we're like, now people aren't making eye contact with us. And you just go like, it's bizarre. Yeah. It is so bizarre. Yeah. So yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna be looking at the uh, homeschooling or the unschooling or whatever it's called. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of people that, that yeah. uh, I think have made that leap too. Yeah, you seem to, despite all the crap, you seem to have a pretty like sunny disposition. It was, I, would, I would say it was like a dark, two weeks where I wanted to just crawl into a hole and like, what have we done? When we first defied the indoor dining van and the news was saying horrible things and people were saying horrible things, but then it was like, okay, no, no. I had to just focus on all the people that were supportive and the people that were saying we needed this, we needed someone to speak up. So I had to just ignore, I stopped. I, I said, don't send me any news stories. People were saying, oh my God, you're on global again. And I'm like, please stop <laughs> sending me that stuff. I don't wanna know what they're saying. Oh, um, God. and I just, you know, block and delete people and yeah. But there must be like, do you feel like you're fueled by the, the positive messages? Like, does that kind yeah, of keep you? Yeah. And, uh, I'm friends with Sunit, you know, Sunit speaks and, you know, she did a podcast on, I listened to it and I was like, that's what it is. It's she's, you know, when you're in alignment with who you are and speaking your truth, 
that gives you so much strength and peace. Mm. It's when you're conflicted, right? Like when you're not, when you're not saying the things that you should, or you're thinking something else, but then pretending something, that's when you start to feel the, the uneasiness. But when you're speaking your truth and you're in alignment and, you know, and you surround yourself with people that support you, then you can be a little bit on the sunny side. That's true. No, Cause I, I, that's how I felt when I was on the radio and I was wide awake of what's going on, but I couldn't say anything mm-hmm. and being on display not being able to say anything was like so uncomfortable. It was like amplified. Yeah. And as soon as you do, it's like, although there were consequences, it's like, oh my God, you do, you feel like a thousand pounds off your shoulder. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. So now what? We now, get between now and fall. What, what's going through your head? Um, well, we are working on some things behind the scenes that I won't say to prepare for the fall. Um, and right now, we kind of are focusing back on the restaurant and building it. So we, yeah, we stood up and we stood against the government overreach, but now we want to focus also on supporting local and um, regenerative farming and organic and the things that we need to see more of in the world. So we've been like this late night sort of pub grub food food place. We have great pizzas, um, but you know, we get the things that we need to create the best product, you know, also also make a profit. Whereas now we're going to start focusing on things that are better for people, like serving people foods that are good for them, that are pure, um, that are sourced locally, that are grown properly, um, and sort of bring that into the restaurant, uh, just because we feel that that's also a part of things is health, right? That's what we've been saying is that, you know, it's not, you're not going to get healthy from this thing in your arm. Your, your health matters and taking care of yourself matters. And so we want to be part of that and not giving people, yes, of course, we're going to keep serving alcohol. Um, but we want to provide food that's nourishing and good for you as well. And, and, mm. and supports our local economy and people that are doing things the right way as well. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And do you follow like of all the things you follow, I know WEF you've posted about all the things. Mm-hmm. What's the thing that's most on your radar? or the most concerning to you or the thing that personally gets you the most? Like, what are you digging into? How many of your friends do you know that are actually want to go get the third one? Oh yeah. Everyone's saying, hell no, I'm not doing a third one. I'm like, mm-hmm. we'll see. Once you can't go to the restaurant and get yourself right? a beer. Once you can't go to spin class, <laughs> exactly. it'll be there. Exactly. We'll it's see. It's crazy. We'll yeah. see. I do have a bit of hope, but. <laughs> and then we got to worry about it. What's the next thing? Climate lockdowns. Like, uh... Climate lockdowns all these things. oh my god there's all these things I, know. I mean i was i was reading about how they're gonna eventually be tied to our digital id mm-hmm. tracking giving us a score on every action we make mm-hmm. whether it's a food that we buy or a shirt that we buy every- or like in iran did you see so they have their digital id and uh that's how they're rationing food so all these supply issues and food shortages that we've been talking about forever are they going to start rationing food and say well no you this is all you get and it's based on your id and if you're not complying you don't get food like it literally people don't think that's crazy but that's literally what yeah is coming down the pipe like if you don't get job number eight yeah you know or you exist in china you actually made a comment on someone's post on instagram and uh Sorry. you made you mocked the uh mandates yeah. so now you don't get your food ration this this week mm-hmm. and so like it's people just don't even yeah see it coming nope. it's insane oh wow what else it's just really great. I just want to say thank you for being like the first to, to stand up and, and be a voice. Cause honestly, people don't know how hard it is. Like for months, I felt like I can't say anything. I don't know what to do. Like I've got kids and I, I'll, I'll get fired or, but there are people that I watched on Instagram, 
like people like you, people like, you know, Kaylor Betts and all these other people that were speaking yeah. and getting the shit kicked out of them in the comments. And I'm like, oh my God, that's the last thing I need yeah. until it finally gets to the point where like, okay, now Bring I've got it. it. Now it's my turn. <laughs> now it's my turn. And then the more of us to do that, the more other people will suddenly go, okay, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's funny that when you do say something, your, your tribe really does show up. Well, it's great to see this little, we have, I feel like we have this little Canadian pocket of people that are just like, you know, and we, you feel so much more supported and connected and strong and you can just withstand all the, the Karens. Yeah. <laughs> and you do meet, there are people now I've met that have kind of like known a little bit for a while, but then this happened and then you bond suddenly. So like as if we've known each other for years. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's heavy withstanding all the criticism and so to have that connection with someone that's already gone through it it's like yeah yeah it's a huge bond okay so how, how can we <laughs> how can we support you what's the best thing is it swing by for a strong drink yeah come down or, yeah. come down and show us the support um like i said business is sort of petered off and could be a multitude of things gas prices are insane and whatever but yeah just coming in and seeing your faces and showing us the support and like keeping us afloat here while we make it to the fall would be that's what we need and and just be we love seeing the community of people and just seeing everyone uh coming in as well but yeah that's the best and always on instagram too i'm i'm there you can say hello um what is your how can people find you what's your instagram account at corduroy restaurant okay yeah awesome all right on. if you want to see some TikTok. <laughs> I mean, at first you were dancing with the, I keep saying TikTok. Are you in TikTok too? I'm not on TikTok. I, said, I just no, associate the dancing. I, I know. Because yeah, yeah. you've done so many of the dancing yeah, and you're yeah. so good at doing those voiceover. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I have yeah. fun with it. I've, I've taken, yeah. I haven't done one in a while, actually. I, I'm due for one. I'll, yeah. I'll get up. Because if you were doing it with like the, the belly. Yeah. And now you're doing it with the baby strapped to you. Yeah. And now you're doing it in all different sorts of ways. But it's yeah. uh, it's good. Well, thanks for being like one of the first. I can oh, give you a high five. You. And like, oh my God, um, you know, who knows? what's coming up next but yeah. you know we got each other yeah we got each other and you gotta i'm telling you those shirts that's what i'm gonna the get the merch shirts yeah. what out. was you gonna say get out get, get out, out get out. out yeah yeah and then like the date <laughs> on the back or something like yeah. never forget <laughs> never right? forget yeah that's good okay seriously coming up I think I new love merch it. for summer i will buy it okay you have one in black for me i just like wearing black okay. yeah okay we're back from corduroy you're the greatest thanks so awesome. much for having me